Hello, love. <laughs> oh, boy. Hi, I'm Erin. <laughs> I'm Nicole. I've had a Bloody Mary. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Welcome to Dudes That's Fucked Up. We're still still on the Bloody Mary train? Yeah. I'm, I bloodied right through to this week. I... You bled through. Uh, I bled through to this week. <laughs> That's good. Uh, yeah. Um, no, I got these little cans. They're very good. I, I enjoy them, but they're very spicy. And But I'm enjoying it. Nice. Looks good. Mm-hmm. Looks tasty. Um, what do you have? Welcome. Uh, I made like a little uh, pomegranate. It's, uh, it's like a health tonic. Mm pomegranate and uh gin <laughs> vodka oh <laughs> <laughs> with some lavender bitters omj what sounds mm-hmm. fancy yeah um how's everybody doing welcome to do that's fucked up y'all yeah um yeah welcome uh, you guys like i just noticed earlier we're on our 37th episode which is fucking that's crazy wild um, we have posted, I, I'm just, I, I mean, the content of this podcast is to, uh, you know, is subjective to whoever is listening. Um, but I'm just proud of the fact that we have posted an episode every week for 37 weeks. Yeah. No breaks. We're super consistent. We're like, if we don't have any talent or we're not funny, at least we're consistent. Yeah. <laughs> that is a quality to be admired, it I is. think. Yeah. It's a secret to success, really. Yeah, it is. One day it will bear fruit, but <laughs> <laughs> until then, we're going to keep cracking. TBD, y'all. Stay tuned for when this Stay podcast tuned. gets good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's going to we'll happen it. soon. I can feel it. I think we'll hit our stride in, like, maybe around 60 episodes. (laughs) Oh, cool. We're more than halfway there, bitches. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah. Um, Any any business to attend to? Yeah. So um, we got a bit of a straggler uh, birthday um, email I wanted to share. I haven't read it. Okay, I started reading it, and then I got to a part – and I was like, I have to save this. Uh, oh, my God. Because I feel like it's going to be really funny. It's Also, it's anonymous, which is really fun. The, the ones in the birthday episode, uh, episode 35, were from a lot of our listeners that um, we kind of interact with on a regular basis. But this person yeah. is anonymous. So that's fun. Who that's kno- super like, fun. Where do they live? How long have they been listening? We don't know. Yeah. Um, but how got, old are they? How old are they? Yeah. Uh, maybe we'll find out, like, uh, their gender. Oh, yeah, we will. Okay. Oh, well, not maybe not necessarily. Um, okay. I'm going to read it to you. Great. So I don't know if it has any uh, drinking game in it. I All didn't. Right. Well, I, I'm going to just drink anyways. So. Okay, yeah, we're just have, enjoying our drinks anyways. Okay. So <laughs> it says... Hi, ladies. Sorry for the delay, but this isn't a birthday story, so I'm going to assume you ain't mad. Oh, just kidding. It's not a birthday story. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a story. It's just Uh, a regular old story. It's just a regular old story. Just some some fucked upness. Yeah. Um, Okay. So based on the episode about sex toys aired by a certain podcast, hint, it rhymes with dude that's ducked cup. (laughs) (laughs) I realized that my vibrator was getting on in years. 
Did you know that vibrator years are like dog years? I was just going to say it sounds like she's talking about a dog. (laughs) Mine was about five in real time, but like 70 in vibrator years and wasn't really hiding. uh, wasn't really holding a charge like it used to. Oh, that's what happens when you get older. Stamina breaks down. Got to send it over the old uh, silicone bridge or whatever the fuck <laughs> sex toys are made out of. Got to lube it up and slide it Shoot on. Shoot it in, out. Yeah. Slide it on an ice luge out into the water for it to melt on a snow cap or whatever. Um, uh, or uh, pollute the water, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so I decided to follow this podcast recommendation and ordered from the Broad City Line. Oh! <gasps> We should oh. get a commission. Dude, seriously. Oh, but that's so awesome. That's oh. rad. That's super cool. The item arrives in discreet packaging. Thank God. Okay, cool. <laughs> good it's, to know. <laughs> instead of good old double A's, it has a USB charger. Oh, no. My my <laughs> Mine has a USB charger. It's great. I feel, I, I don't know where she charged it. Maybe we'll find out. Uh-oh. Oh, okay. Go on. So I plug it in overnight. I excitedly tell my significant other about the purchase, and he is happy because maybe he'll get lucky. Next day, I try to turn it on. Nothing. Consult the instru- instructions. Nothing. Plug in and realize the little light that indicates charging comes on for a second, but then turns off. Great. I have a dud. Oh, no. I finally get up the nerve to contact customer service and request a replacement item using only this euphemism in all my correspondence. <laughs> uh, item in quotation marks. Oh, item. My yeah, item. <laughs> the kindly customer service gentleman informs me that my replacement is in the mail. Unfortunately for me, my mom was about to come for a visit. Oh. Oh, no. And my mom is the kind of person who will ask about mail and packages. What is it? Can we open it? So I start to get nervous. How I am going to make sure she doesn't <laughs> see this giant vibrate? Oh, how am I going to make sure she doesn't see this giant vibrator I've ordered? Girl, let her see it. She'll never ask you about mail or packages again. <laughs> <laughs> Two birds, one stone. That's how you teach a lesson. Yeah. <laughs> In a little... Uh, what Snoopy Susie's or whatever. Fortunately, she was out of the house and I was home when it arrived. I was so delighted. I opened the outer box and package, tucked the item, (laughs) tucked the item away (laughs) in my bedside table. I even surreptitiously plugged it in so that it would charge without her noticing. I was feeling relieved and dare I say it smug. (laughs) No harm, no Uh foul, right? Wrong. Oh no. The next day she left, and after I got back from dropping her at the airport, I noticed that a little advertisement pamphlet thing had fallen out of the box packaging onto my kitchen counter and was in plain sight for like 24 hours. (laughs) (laughs) You know, she was like tidying up her kitchen for her and was like, oh, what's the, oh, Oh. and just was like looking at it, and it's probably like even more extra than what she actually (laughs) bought. You know what I mean? It's probably... Like something super gnarly. I don't know. (laughs) Like it has like the whole line of complimentary products to go with it. Yeah. It's like try this butt plug. Try this like, I don't know, like. Yeah. 
nipple clamps. Not that like it, there's nothing extra about it, but it's just like you probably just get in a standard old, you know, vibrator and yeah. then you and got then, all the accoutrement. Yeah. The bells and whistles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the mom's just like, huh? These nipple clamps whistle in for your enjoyment. <laughs> um, uh, so she says, I have no idea if she saw it or not. And that's the story of how DTFU caused me to be maybe embarrassed about sex toys in front of my mom. <laughs> keep keep up the good work. P.S. About two years ago, my toddler was playing in her bedroom once and opened her bedside table and, op- and opened her bedside table while she was in the room, and all three of us saw her little bullet vibrator. So I guess we're even. Wait, her mom? Oh, oh, okay. I thought she meant her toddlers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Nope, that's I not was a so thing. I'm so confused. I was like, oh my God. I was like, how would a toddler know what that is? <laughs> oh my fucking God. No. Uh, the mom. Like, the mom. Okay. Your mom knows you have sex because mm. you have a child. <laughs> your mom knows uh, you masturbate. Your mom knows you masturbate. And she always your mom did. has Your mom has a sex toy. Yeah. I think it's time to not be embarrassed about this but you know a lot of i feel like both of our moms are very like open and talk to us about that sort of thing um i mean my mom tries to and i'm always like no (laughs) but it's just because it's your mom it's just because it's your mom i get it i totally get it but you know it's not like i want to like compare notes on sex toys oh no 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 oh my god no but like but also i think we're like a little bit more comfortable with our moms and we see them as like not just moms. I think we like see that our moms are like people, but yeah. s- some people don't have that relationship. But my, I feel like we've ha- always had that in a way. So because yeah. our moms are like very open with us about talking to That's us true. and stuff. But not everybody has that sort of mom. That's so true. Yeah, I'm really glad. I mean, it was like a really big adjustment when your mom starts when you know both your parents start talking to you when like you're. A, an adult, an adult, yeah, and not a and not a like kid anymore. It's really jarring and yeah, uncomfortable. But I don't know. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's a thing that you you learn to to get used to. Well, I don't so, know. sometimes it's too much, and you just say, <clears throat> I mean, sometimes you're just like, no, no, yeah, I, it, that's the thing. Yeah. Boundaries are very important in yeah. an adult uh, relationships with your parents. Like, yeah. it's it's such a weird thing to have to learn. But yeah, I re- I remember the the. I mean, it was, like, a lot of sadness surrounded it, but it was, like, I remember, like, when my grandma died, it was, like, that was, like, when my mom just became this completely vulnerable person that I just saw as a person for the first time, I guess. Yeah. And was just, like, trying to, I don't know, just trying to get through all this shit, and I was just, like, fuck, she needs help, and I don't know how to do it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's hard. It's super hard. So, sorry. Sorry, this is super heavy. Sorry. <laughs> that's okay. No. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Anywho. Yeah. That's a great story. God bless our moms. Yeah. God bless sex toys. <laughs> um, I'm, yeah. Let's, let's keep it moving though. <laughs> <laughs> let's not talk about our moms and sex toys in the same sentence anymore. <laughs> yeah. We're done. The end. We're done with that. Ne- never again. Never again. Not today, Satan. <laughs> um, okay, well, do you have anything, any more business? Uh, 
No, not not nothing that is of note for the people. I feel like we keep saying this, but we're getting closer on the shirt stuff. We yeah, we yeah. we saw like or we have like a bit of a design and like concept going on. Yeah. So it's getting closer. Just communication know we're on is it. happening. Yeah, yeah, we're working on it. Yeah, it's yeah, gonna yeah. be great. It's gonna be great. You're gonna wear it's gonna it be all the time. Herfific. It's gonna. If you will. <laughs> Uh, it is. Uh, it's gonna be great. Um, yeah. Uh, I think that's it for business. Cool. Probably. Um, anything fucked up happened to you this week? Oh, uh, okay. So our car is in. Uh, our car had like the check engine light come on, so we made an appointment, and they were like, "Oh no, it's like this part where it's covered by the California admissions or whatever." California emissions, 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 admissions. It's like it's like a college for cars. Go on. This Bloody Mary is getting to my head. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. Um, and so we like they were like, oh, we'll order the part today. It'll be fixed later. And I was like, oh, cool. Well, the part didn't come till like way late, and. Uh, so we got a loaner car and it took fucking forever. And then it was just like a long day. I didn't have my phone charger. I didn't have like everything was just kind of off. And yeah. so um, it took me like an hour and a half to get up to Hollywood. But it was rush hour in the morning and that's to be expected. So yeah. whatever. Um, but then my phone died and then I had to come home like around two. And so I knew how to get home. I mean, uh, like I know all the major freeways or whatever of Los Angeles. So it took me it took me like an hour to go probably like five or no, probably like 10 miles, I guess. Uh. Just because I was taking side streets and then I got on the freeway and it was just like stopped. Yeah. And then I finally I hadn't eaten yet. So I like got off the freeway and got some food and got back on and traffic started moving again. And I was like, oh, sweet. But then I was like, oh, but this freeway goes to the 405 and that's going to have a bunch of traffic on it. So I know I'll be really smart and I'll cut across and go down the 710. And the second I like leave the 110 to get on the 105, it just stops. And I was like, no. And I was basically just sitting I, – I spent four hours in my car that day. Fuck, like, dude. It and it just, wasn't even your car. <laughs> and it wasn't even my car. It was like a weird loner car that was actually pretty nice. It was like new. And yeah. I And I usually don't eat in my car. I try not to because we have like tan fabric. You don't want to get the stank in there. Yeah. yeah but I ate in this car because it was a loner. And, and nice. there was like french fries everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, whatever. And – it's their fault they up. didn't have the part. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, so I was just in, like, nightmare traffic, which is normal here, but it sucks. It's shitty. Yeah. Um, that sucks, dude. Yeah. Well, whatever. L.A. living. Yeah, but it did give us a good topic for today. Yeah, uh, this is – this. I don't have anything fucked up this week, but as I was researching I and as I was kind of hinting at just a minute ago – uh we're we're doing the topic we're doing today is Carmageddon's. Yeah. Like the worst traffic in history. Uh which is only a really recent phenomenon, obviously, because cars and, and people and people, people yeah. are are more part of our recent history. But uh DC is number three 
on the list of worst traffic cities in the United States. Oh my god! And L.A. is number one. So yeah, it makes we sense. we are living in the in some of the worst traffic areas mm-hmm. ever. <clears throat> yeah. Now I I avoid a lot of this because I don't even have a car, like I said. But it's uh you gotta you gotta leave the city sometimes to like go to the airport and stuff. So. That's, or uh, you just Uber sometimes. You like you're like oh uh, you know this isn't. I would have to take three trains or whatever to get to this place. So I'm just gonna Uber. Yep. Yeah. I I don't I I don't or Lyft. I walk. Or I yeah. I walk everywhere and I they we have car to goes here, which is just those little smart cars and oh, that's fun. Bike. There's so many forms of transportation in DC. It makes it really easy to get around. However, if you're leaving DC proper. Yeah. Is where it gets like dicey. So oh. the road the road situation is not good. Yeah. So um, but I don't have any real reason to because <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't go outside of DC. Oh. I got everything I need here. Yeah. If I ever need to like buy anything weird, I just go on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, yeah, so yeah, Carmageddon's dude. It's crazy. Yeah. I feel like these are they're my worst nightmare essentially because I have pee anxiety and I like to be able to go to the bathroom whenever I need to go and if I'm in a car I already am anxious that like I'm not going to be able to go and if you're stuck in traffic for even even just like the other day being in I wasn't stuck in traffic for four hours at a time it was like you know almost two hours and then a little over two hours on the way home yeah and but, like, even on the way home, I luckily wasn't thinking about it because I was so annoyed that my phone was dead and my and I kept getting on the wrong freeways thinking they'd be clear and they were just, like, there was an accident or whatever and it yeah, was just stopped yeah. that I wasn't even thinking about it. But if I, was, if I was in a situation like a Carmageddon and knew I couldn't go to the bathroom, I don't even know what I'd do. Or maybe I would just, like, not have pee anxiety at all. Well, here's the thing. In L.A., you have the ability to get off the freeway pretty yeah, easily. True. Here, you don't. Yeah, that's true. It, it all stems from living in uh, living on the East Coast. Because there's yeah. huge blankets of space where you can't get off. And even if you do, like, you don't – There, it's not like here where there's a bunch of fast food places and gas stations at every exit. Yeah. Like, out, out – out here and on the east coast it's like you get off the wrong place you have to drive like miles out of your way to Mm -hmm. find civilization or it's like it's so weird because it's like you take an off ramp and you have to you literally go like a mile or two off in another direction before you see any anything it's really strange it is um so or you just end up in baltimore like you're (laughs) (laughs) you're like whoops i can't get off the I got off at the wrong place and now I'm I'm on a toll road to Baltimore like what the fuck <laughs> and then you can't like, turn around can't turn around you yeah. can't get off and correct your mistake very easily like you can in California yeah. and that said you can't get off the road very easily and go pee yeah it, it's a production to get off the road here oh, God. so it's very stressful driving around here that yeah. is a and you can't see anything that's the thing like you can drive down the the freeway in California and you're like, oh, there's a Shell station or there's a fucking In-N-Out or Del Taco. Oh, man, I miss Del Taco so much. Anytime they talk about it on My Favorite Murder, I get really, really homesick. I went there twice last week, but but I usually don't go. 
it's so I, good. I haven't been in so long. My I got the D- Double Dell Classic Burger the first time, and it was so good. And so then I went back and got it a second time, and it was not good. And now I'm like, eh, I've had my yeah. fix for a while. I just like getting breakfast from there. Mm. It's really so, solid. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah. <laughs> so the reason we have traffic jams, like I said, it's like very new phenomenon. It's because there's tons of cars, especially in the U.S., Well, not especially. Like in any developed country or underdeveloped country, there's now large populations of people that have vehicles. Yeah. Um, So causes of traffic that are just beyond what we can see are because of a few reasons. We have a a sudden increased population in a metropolitan area. Like if there's like, you know, a new city that's just booming for whatever reason, Mm. usually the, the roads aren't designed to accommodate tons and tons of cars. So, and then it takes them a while to catch up to like, you know, re redoing the roads or or making it so that it can accommodate tons and tons of traffic. I think uh, that happens a lot in like like outside of San Francisco, how there's like yeah. lots of little more suburban pockets. They yeah. they get really bad traffic, or like San Jose, or like places that are in commuting yeah. different distance, uh, because yeah, people are like, oh, it's cheaper to live here. And I'll yeah, just that's commute like, in, and then it's that's like here in here in DC. Everybody lives that works in the city. They're commuting into a small targeted place all yeah. at the same time, and then they're commuting out at the same time, and it's it's a clusterfuck. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, network overload, uh, construction, trying to make the roads bigger usually, or yeah. trying to make you know add an extra lane or whatever that you need to do that at some point. So therefore, you have to have construction that yeah. holds stuff up. Uh, incidents or accidents, um, uh, bad weather, obviously, uh, and poor signal timing. But really, it just all boils down to too many fucking people. Yeah. And that, like, I feel like it's the worst when – I'm usually okay when when I anticipate traffic. Like, it, during rush hour, I know it's going to take me a long time to get somewhere. So I'm, like, yep. usually kind of chill. Or, like, a holiday weekend or whatever. Like, you just know there's certain times where it's going to be bad. And you can, like, mentally prepare yourself for that. Right. But it's the times when you're, like – Like, I've been coming home from Las Vegas once. And there was a really bad accident. And there's stretches of no exits kind of like you're talking about yeah and um there was a really bad car accident and so literally they shut down the highway and we all just sat there like i got out of my car fuck it was so bad so gnarly but you don't you can't like anticipate that yeah yeah and you're just like you're fucked you're not moving at all and you're not going to be moving at all for a long time yeah um the the worst cities for traffic uh, ranked in the world. Yeah. Uh, starting from the bottom, Paris, France uh, is number 10. And this, Atlanta. Is by, this is by hours spent in congestion. Yeah. Uh, There's a lot of different metrics to measure the yeah. measure traffic, but this comes from a source that's uh, that measures it by uh, like by hours spent hours. per average per person per year. Yeah. So Paris, France is uh, number 10. Atlanta, Georgia, uh, USA is uh, nine. Uh, Magnitogorsk. (laughs) That's probably probably good. Uh, Russia 
uh, is number eight. Uh, London in the UK is number seven. Sao Paulo, Brazil, number six. Bogota, Colombia is number five. San Francisco, USA, number four. Uh, New York, New York, number three, of course. Um, Moscow, Russia, number two. And LA. Number one. Number one. People spend on average... uh 104 hours in congestion a year in LA in LA if you live and drive in LA you spend 104 hours of your year in that's fucked that's so fucked that's so crazy and that's probably like since that's the average people spend so much more time oh yeah like if you have like a, a little bit of a further commute like you could be doubling that I I just I would rather I would just rather live somewhere somewhere completely different, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it it's so frustrating because it's something that can't be solved, it seems yeah. like. I mean, there are ways to solve it, but it's not through building more roadways or whatever, you know, it's like mm-hmm. alternate forms of transportation. You need to have more forms of transportation, period. Yeah. Yeah. You have to have a you have to have a stronger um like mass transit um and you have to have better hubs of like of business so and and places where people can live in commute easily it's just where we can't figure it out Mm -mm. and we're not dum-dums we're not dum-dums there's i mean there's millions of stats there's millions of studies there's so 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 much being thrown at this problem and yeah. it's still just it's eluding us so well, it's because um it uh there was a stat that it's estimated that traffic congestion costs the united states alone a whopping sum of 300 billion per year in gas and time that's just 300 billion per year of wasted resources essentially because people are sitting in traffic crazy in the united states that's so crazy so i mean yeah, I I feel like they want to throw resources at it because they're like, well, let's try and like recoup some of this money, yeah, resources. So, yeah. Hey. Not to mention, it makes people fucking pissed. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's it's a shit show yeah. out there. Yeah. I am glad I don't own a car. Um, some of the worst traffic jams of all time. Let's get into it. Uh. Back in 1969, three-day festival. Maybe you've heard of it. Maybe you've heard of it. Motherfucking Woodstock. Oh, groovy. Groovy. (laughs) You know, it's not so groovy. There's a traffic jam that lasted three (laughs) fucking days, and that was 20 miles long. And I think it was before to get to the show. Well, yeah, I think there was like congestion getting into the show and parking. And then people yeah. were like, well, why? I don't want to wait. I just want to get there and do drugs and get naked. And so they just parked their cars. Yeah. In the so middle they just of the street. like abandoned their cars and fucking assholes, man. Yeah. Yeah. But then, OK, that's like a fine idea at the beginning of the three-day festival but what about when it's like over and your car's like 19 miles away from the festival and you're all hung over and like coming down from some weird trip and you have to yeah. walk back i mean actually i guess you could bum a ride from someone yeah go- going out but yeah it just seems like an awful way to start and end 
Well, yeah, I mean, this is like we're talking about country roads here to leading to this like this person's farm where it was. Yeah. Um, And they're just it was there was not they were not prepared for it. Um, Yeah. And so there's like the scene from uh, Masters of Sex. Did you ever watch that show? Uh, mm-hmm. One of, in the final season where, oh, where the yeah, what's her the, name, Li- the, Libby. Libby, she like goes to Woodstock randomly and yeah. just like gets out of her car and like hangs out with a bunch of hippies and like, I think that's like a pretty solid, accurate depiction of what the traffic jam was like. That's what I was thinking of too. What who she's with someone though? Yeah, she was like with her boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's like, bye, whatever. And then she, like, just left, and he was like, all right, bye. And then she's like, I'm just, like, not coming home for, like, days. And then – but then she, like, really mellowed out, and then she yeah. – and then she, like, had a Volkswagen van after. Yeah. It was pretty badass. So, yeah. It, yeah she found herself there. She did. She As did. As did so many. So many. Um – so, yeah, that was, a, that was a rough one. That was 1969. Uh, and then we got next up, 1980, Paris. Uh, mm-hmm. They had a traffic jam that stretched for 109 miles. Oh, uh, my God. Which, that's fucking, that's a long, that's a long traffic jam. I'm pretty that's sure. That's a lot. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that the one in Paris held the record until, like, a couple of years ago. Yeah. It's that's a really for the length for the length of the jam. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So this was caused when people were returning to Paris from their winter vacations and getting caught in inclement weather. Like it's pretty, pretty shitty. That's brutal. And that's super brutal. I mean, it doesn't clear up for no days, but they're probably like super like chill and Parisian about it. So yeah. They probably just, like, smoked all their cigarettes and, like... Yeah, they smoked and fucked in their cars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, in their berets or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Their scarves and their, like... It was like the scene from Titanic, but instead of a hand, it was a beret that came out. Yeah. Went down the window. Or a baguette. An Hermes scarf just, like, <laughs> fluttering out the window. Uh, uh, yeah. That have we sucked. ever told the story about when that woman punched your mom in the boob at Hermes? <laughs> I totally forgot about that. We were there for your birthday, your twenty-first birthday in in Vegas, in Las Vegas, and we yeah. were in the Bellagio shops. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> we went into the Hermes store, and they were like, we were looking at the scarves, and they were like, oh, you can do so much with the scarves. And we volunteered your mom for the lady to, like, do a little demonstration on. Yeah. And she, like, tied it into a halter top. And when she was, like, adjusting it, I think she, like, pulled – I don't know what happened. It's like she pulled on something and her hand slipped off and she, like, punched punched my mom in the boob. (laughs) (laughs) And my mom was like, oh. Yeah. She was like, oh, rude. I know, but it was like funny because we could not afford anything in there. Oh no! And, and we, we were drunk. I were wasted, and yeah. it was like we were just laughing the whole time. It was great. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, then we have uh, in 1990, uh, the border of East and West Germany uh, opened up, and this was the first holiday after the fall of the Berlin Wall. This is the mm-hmm. Easter holiday, and this is after the fall of Berlin Wall. And it ended up that it caused one of the biggest traffic jams ever there, 
about 18 million cars were stuck on the road. That's crazy. Oh, my God. Um, But this is because it was, like, the first chance in 40 years that a lot of people had to, like, go across the, you know, the the divide and see their friends and family that had been on the other side. So this is, like, the first big holiday. Yeah, but it caused a horrible, gnarly traffic jam. Well, yeah. And then, uh, of course, uh, in New York, it... 2001 September 11th uh everything came to a standstill like everything mm-hmm. no cars were allowed to go anywhere all the all the roads all the tunnels everything in and out of the city were totally closed at, if you were on the road at that time you're pretty fucked like everything just like grinded to a halt halt uh all the flights were grounded everybody was just stranded in the city yeah so um yeah, and it caused gridlock for a few days, actually. So yeah. that was well, n- crazy. I would guess that, like, pe- pr- people probably left their cars in, in that instance, too, maybe, in some oh, cases, yeah. just trying to, like... Because, you know, New York's not that big. You could walk. I walked from Manhattan to my house in Queens once because it was... Uh, it was really windy, and I think a tree had fallen on the 7 line, and all of the buses were full, oh, and shit. there was only one train that would take me to my house yeah. in, in Queens, so I, I just walked. It, yeah. took, it took me, like, an hour and a half or something, but it was fine. If you would have, like, been on the, on the I don't know, on the streets, like, in a car, you would have, wouldn't have gotten oh, home for, like, three-plus hours, probably. Probably, yeah. It was, yeah, because there was no, yeah, it was, like traffic and well just all the buses were full maybe it wouldn't have taken too long but i couldn't get a cab or anything yeah yeah the fact that you can get out and walk was is nice yeah because it's small technically like new york city is not that spread out so yeah well this i mean this and also in 2001 like people had cell phones and stuff but like i I imagine like all the cell service was jammed jammed up yeah and people couldn't really communicate so it was probably just mayhem. I can't yeah. imagine. Yeah. Um, and then in 2005 in Houston, Texas, uh, Hurricane Rita was bearing down on the city. Oh. And 2.5 million people, I think, yeah. were uh, mandatorily evacuated. Yeah. Um, and this caused a backup of 100 miles on I-45. That's- so so you're this is they have different uh evacuation protocols now because of situations like this um of course like in an evacuation if you are asked to leave and it's a mandatory evacuation you should absolutely leave but the government and the city needs to have a, a reasonable and uh uh you know well-planned way to do that first so and this doesn't seem like they had it together no but it did i I mean i think they like stood behind it because it would have yeah it it wouldn't have been good for the people that would have stayed behind so was this before or after katrina because it was in the same year as katrina oh that's a good question i'm not sure um because I can imagine the panic that would have caused if it, if was, it was after. After, yeah. Yeah, so. that makes sense. I don't know. Yeah. It's all bad. I mean, it's just, that's the thing. It's like when you live in these huge cities, it's like any kind of 
uh, disaster is like very scary. So and it's oh, because yeah. of these reasons like you can't there's evacuation routes, there's plans put in, into place, but it doesn't matter sometimes when everybody's trying to get from point A to point B. Yeah. Well, and like that's such a scary scenario already. Like, oh, there's yeah. a hurricane com- coming and then you're like, oh my God. So, all right, we all got to leave. And then you can't get anywhere. I could imagine that you, it would be like, that would make me extra anxious because you're yeah. like, we need to leave here, but I'm stuck well, in traffic for Oh, literally people were stuck for 24 hours in some instances and the Jesus. and the traffic lasted for 48 hours so like this and this is why people wait out hurricanes yeah. the way that they do and it's like there's just no good no good answer sometimes yeah uh one that i didn't put in here was in was uh in japan there was a really bad uh a traffic jam that was because of a i think a tsunami, tsunami? warning yeah. yeah so um kind of same thing but that was like in 1990, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, this one, this one lasted for 48 hours, uh, and some people were stuck in their cars for like a full day, like full 24 hours. Yeah, so, really scary. Um, and then in Beijing, China, in 2010, this backup in Beijing was 62 miles long, and it lasted for 12 fucking days. 12 days. 12 fucking days on a highway. And I, parked in your car basically uh, and i think like people legit like it's not just that it lasted 12 days and so you know some people were on it for a couple hours whatever there were literally people there for 12 days like yeah there were like you're in people, the middle of it yeah, yeah they were just in the middle they couldn't get out god damn it they were stuck there fuck that is um, oh my i cannot imagine like that is legit my nightmare like people were stuck in this some people were stuck in this uh, for like the the whole traffic jam lasted for 12 days but some people were stuck in the traffic jam for up to five days oh so no one was there for full no not days. for the full oh, not for okay, the full 12 okay. days so uh but like the local people that lived around there where this particular snarl up happened uh they came like vendors came by to sell like instant noodles at four times the usual price and water at 10 times the normal price. So that's fucked up. It's gross that's that people up. see that and are like, ooh, it's an opportunity for me to make money. Yeah. Yeah. And I get it, but. Yeah. Like. Yeah. I don't know. It's so gross to me. Yeah. People are fucking assholes, man. Yeah. Uh, there are reports of people stealing gas and money out of people's cars. Again, fucking assholes. Oh, my God. Uh, and yeah, it was ironically caused by road construction along it. So this happened on the Beijing Tibet Expressway. Uh, and this was road, con- it was caused by road construction that was supposed to ease the traffic. Um, so Wait. it was like all these heavy trucks like were clogging up and they like, and they caused, they helped cause this. So I don't, think this we- isn't the only, this isn't the only Beijing uh, highway though that this happened on. There's another one that happened in 2015. We'll get to that one later. Yeah, so, um, yeah, they, China has some of the most insane traffic jams of all time. There's a really great episode of This American Life about uh, the crazy traffic Mm -hmm. jams in China. Uh, Like, there is a reporter that was there for something else, and she, like, gets in a car with her, like, interpreter, or, or her, like, not her interpreter, but I, I like a, her handler or whatever yeah. and the their driver and they start going and they get stuck in traffic and they're 
they're there for like hours and she's just like like looking around and they're just like in stop traffic and they're just like and the driver just like basically shuts off his car and is just like la 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 this is normal and she's like I have to be at this place like what what do I do like I, like getting frantic you know and they're like oh no no this is like normal and it's just like it's part of the culture of oh my god and this is how it is also in in other parts of the world which we'll get to in a little bit but Ugh. yeah it is so to have that like built but you were just like you were saying at the top of of what we were talking about like how you just when you know it's like rush hour and you expect to be sitting in your car for hours yeah and you you have your you have to like mentally accept it sometimes so that's yeah, all you can do you just have to like mentally prepare the yeah. the times when i'd be really anxious like on a normal day going into work if I didn't have a meeting first thing, I'd be fine. Like, yeah, I, right. it could take an extra 30 minutes or whatever. I wouldn't care. I'll just get there when I get there. Mm-hmm. But if I had to be in by a specific time for anything, I was always like <gasps> frazzled, as angry, fuck. Yeah. screaming at everyone. Yeah. Like tr- just like doing doing ways, trying to, you know, get all through all the side streets and stuff, which is it sucks. And yeah, yeah, it just is like, man, it's so stressful. I can't even imagine having to sit in some of these. Oh, my God. I know. I know. I know. Um, But at the same time, I feel like it kind of gives people a chance to just kind of like decompress in some ways. Like, yeah, you, there's literally nothing you can do about it. So you just have to like Jesus, take the wheel and go. <laughs> as long as you, as long as you like adopt that mindset. Yeah, I guess yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then, but it, I, I mean, but it, maybe you'll be stressed out. And then, like this girl, like this woman in the episode of This American Life, she was like super, super upset and frazzled, and then just realized, like, I literally can't do anything about what this. What are you There's, supposed to do about it? What yeah. are you supposed to do? What are you supposed to do about it? So I think I that's know. why it makes me so anxious because you're mm-hmm. you have no control over the situation. Yeah. Like if you got stuck, you know, like a few years ago, I think there was an accident on the 15, like going up towards like out to Las Vegas. Yeah. And people were stuck for hours and you just are there. There's yeah. no, you can't turn your car around. You can't leave. It's not within walking distance to anything. Like you're just there. And for me, I'm a fairly healthy person. So like it wouldn't be the end of my world if that happened. Yeah. I would just have to go with it. But there are people who, you know, maybe have like medical situations. Or right. Like what the fuck some, do you do? You you. <sighs> And like you, I guess you'd have to get like helicoptered out or something if something yeah. bad enough happened. But yeah, I mean, it would have to be a real, real emergency because that's a lot of that's resources. Why, well, that's why you like you keep the emergency lane clear, like mm-hmm. this, the shoulders. You don't, you know, you got to keep those clear. That's why there's certain things that you yeah. got to be mindful of. Well, and like my mom carries around a, a case of water in her car. Good for her. Yeah. She always just has a case That's of water so smart. in the back. It's smart. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, Chicago, 2011. Mm-hmm. There was a massive, sn- a massive snowstorm that dumped like almost like, I think like 20 inches of snow yeah. in one go. Uh, and it and it caused a a backup of 12 hours. Yeah. Um, and this is mostly people leaving the city to go home to the suburbs, like during rush hour kind of thing. Um, and it, but it dumped snow so fast that people just literally couldn't move. Yeah. Um, and I think people ended up having to like leave their cars and yeah. it's really fucked. Uh, 
And this this one reminds me of uh, last winter, like last January 2016, there was a a sudden snowstorm and they call it a, a clipper, I think. And that precedes a big snowstorm uh, that came through the area. It was already really cold um, and it it only snowed an inch and it happened during rush hour, like right right before rush hour. And uh, it fucked the city up so bad. Like people were, because it was, it made the roads really slick, like really, really bad. And it, uh, it caused this huge traffic jam for like nine hours um, of people trying to commute back home from work out of DC into the suburbs. But um, unlike Chicago, we're not really prepared for really big snowstorms. I mean, we kind of are getting the hang of it now, but like, this was kind of shitty because we weren't prepared for this little itty bitty storm and didn't think much of like getting an inch of snow, yeah. but they didn't treat the roads because they were so focused on the big storm that was coming. They didn't, they didn't have the resources set aside for another smaller storm. Yeah. So that's, it really fucked the city up. Um, well, like Vox even wrote a piece on it about how it was just like just an inch of snow, but it was like the perfect storm of things like the everyone was focused on this other storm the roads were icy and the the drivers were like just unprepared for the winter weather and it was just like it was just a fucking nightmare so oh yeah 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 so yeah that that happened in chicago and then in dc this like little my little anecdote was like it's like it was kind of embarrassing because it caused like this like i said this crazy backup for nine hours i think like there was like people were like I think somebody was like pregnant. I think I remember like a and like story had like a that. baby on the side of the road. Yeah, yeah I bet. I think so. Yeah. I can't. I couldn't. I didn't uh, go back far enough to find all the little anecdotes that came out from this story. But it was kind of embarrassing because it's like, oh fucking DC can't handle an inch of snow. Like that's always a joke anytime we get bad weather. But it's because the infrastructure is like already bad, like for traffic. But we've had so many big snowstorms in the past several years that are just totally unseasonable. Yeah. Uh, or not unseasonable, but like totally uncommon that they've started to have to do better with the budget to to have the resources to handle it. So right. it's very interesting. Um, yeah. So those are some weather. That's some weather related shit. Um, <laughs> in Moscow in 2012, there was a... 125 mile traffic jam that lasted mm-hmm. for three days and this is another like snowstorm situation it was a- a- on a highway between moscow and st petersburg so it's like a highly trafficked area and like the snowstorm hit and people were like fucked so oh kind of the same kind of the same thing that happened in illinois um sao paulo in uh 2013 this is the longest backup in their history so far uh it stretched 192 miles oh my, is that the longest that's in like, any history i think so i think, it I think so yeah. yeah i think they had a they had the record in 2009 because it also happened they had another traffic jam that was 182 miles oh my god so that's i'm trying to like gate like think about what almost 200 miles is like that's is that like from Long Beach to like Santa Barbara or San Luis Obispo maybe. Yeah, it's pretty fucking it's far. far. It's a long. It's so insane. Oh my god. 
It's like definitely, I think it'd be like from, God damn, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. That's so fucking far. Anyway, it's like for some people in in other states, it's like from like the width of fucking Delaware. (laughs) (laughs) Or like, or like from, you know, DC to, I don't know. New Jersey or something. I don't know. Oh my God. Like that's no, that's that's like four hundred miles or something. Oh, anyway, I fucking almost nailed it. Long Beach to what? San Luis Obispo is two hundred and nine miles. Damn, dude! Can you imagine being in traffic? No, no. for almost two hundred miles. No. that's so fucking gnarly. Kill me. Like I don't. Yeah. I, why I wouldn't go? I would. I'd turn around or I just. This is leave. why people just stay at home. <laughs> I like home. A home's a good choice. I like choice. home. It's a good choice. Yeah. But yeah, in in Sao Paulo, a regular Friday night sees stretches of traffic up to a hundred miles long. <laughs> why? I'm never going there. Uh, I will never go there no. because I don't even want to get from the airport to my hotel. Like. No, no, no. Mm-mm. Sorry, Brazil looks awesome. I, I'm sure I'd love it, but I can't. No, they they have a whole entire culture based on traffic there. Like people read, shave, put makeup on, <laughs> watch movies in their car, like read books like they I already said read. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's just like they're resigned to it, just like in China. They're resigned to this like knowledge that if they have to get from point A to point B, they're going to be in traffic for a literal hours. I, so. I read that the people have even op- opened like coffee carts and shit. Yeah, there's like a whole there's there's whole economies that have sprung up around the traffic where people just like walk around selling shit. What it's it's so like carpool. Gnarly. I don't know. Like uh, I don't know. Is, yeah, there, there's like no one solution, but it's just crazy. Like I couldn't. It's it's wild. I would get a fucking. I would save all my money and get a goddamn helicopter yeah, or something. Like copter me around. <laughs> yeah, I get a fucking so jetpack. I'd be like, yeah, get. I'd, I'd get like twelve drones and I'd program them to fly together. And I'd just wear like a little suit that like attached to the drones, and I'd just drone myself to work. Yeah, or like a fucking a zip line or something. It's just so insane. It's so insane. Uh, and then so this is the next one is uh, Beijing again. Of course. Uh, this is the fifty lane high lane. Oh, okay. Highway lane. 50 lane highway mm. this happened in 2015 this this uh it's the g4 beijing hong kong macau expressway oh which has 50 lanes and they this was caused by a new checkpoint that made it they took the 50 lanes down to 20 lanes and so no it, this one only lasts – I mean, this lasted hours and hours and hours, but it didn't last literal days like the um, the other mm-hmm. one the, from t- 20 – what was that, 2010? Yeah. Uh, so – but the pictures of this are just insane. Just insane. I mean, China has a lot of people, and it, it, traffic's it, going to be a problem. It has never – I mean, you, you envision like, okay – Tons of people, sure. Huge population, sure. But you can't really fully grasp it until you see pictures like this Where of people just yeah. sitting. Yeah, F- like, 50 lanes is a lot. Like, it looks well, – you look at pictures of the 405 during, like, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving or whatever, that's – it looks like a lot. But you look at – It's almost beautiful. It's almost beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it's like white on one side, red on the other. It's very, like, yeah. glowy. This – 50 lanes of 
traffic is crazy. It's like a it's like a a stadium parking lot or something. Yeah, but, but it's people it is on like, the road. It's fucking humanity, yeah. man. It is just crazy. It's interesting. I, I read that China's like trying to do something about it, but I think like from a government perspective. So like one day a week, if you live in like Beijing proper you uh-huh. have to leave your car at home one day a week and they do it by like your license plate number like whatever the last digit is so like oh if, huh. if you know the last digit is one or two mondays you can't drive this car but the other problem is that people have usually in one family more than one car anyway yeah so then it's like oh well everybody has a car but yeah they're trying to do lots of things to to help regulate but there's how do you do it there's just i feel I, like, I don't know i feel like they should uh, – anywhere, I guess. There should just be mobile businesses where you can like – like there should just be mobile cafes and mobile salons and mobile whatever it is you want to spend your time doing or whatever you need to be doing that like are on your commute. So like if, if on like Monday I needed to get a haircut and I needed to get to work <laughs> – you just go in the mobile salon on your way into work, and then you take a different business home. That's oh, the like of you're the saying you're saying you get into a a, a vehicle that is a fully functioning operational. business. Fuck, that's genius, right? What if you Dude. like? What if you in the morning you're like, oh, I gotta get to L.A. from Long Beach. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get on the the Starbucks bus. I go on, there's a barista, I get a coffee, I sit down, there's Wi-Fi, there's a little bathroom in the back. That's like great. a train. Oh, true. <laughs> but but we don't have that good of a train system here. Yeah, yeah. So. No, I know. But if it was like individual like bus like kind yeah. of things, that'd be or like Or like you need to get like your pap smear or something, you get on the doctor bus. <laughs> <laughs> and by the time you get there, a doctor's appointment takes an hour anyway. Yeah. So then you're done. You're almost there. Yeah, I feel like all can... the moving around, though, might be dangerous for your vagina. I'd be more worried on the haircut bus about True. the movement. The yeah. vagina bus, uh, the pap smear bus, I mean, I, I don't know. It's not, you know, there's not too many sharp objects down there. Just don't get an IUD while you're there. No, 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 no. You no, get no. that on land. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be rough. That'd be really rough. <laughs> yeah, you go to the static office for that. Yeah. <laughs> uh... And then the most recent one that is made was like newsworthy was in Brebes, 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 yeah, Indonesia. <laughs> We're Brebes kids. Brebes kids. <laughs> uh, I love that movie. It's great. Uh, this was in Indonesia in 2016. It was a uh, 12 miles, not relatively long compared to some of the other shit. Mm. 20 mile, 12 miles long, sorry, 12 miles long traffic jam, which lasted, though, for three days. And this happened in July of 2016. July in Indonesia is probably pretty gnarly. Mm. Uh, it claimed 12 lives due to heart attacks and heat exhaustion. Oh, my God. Uh, and so the reason, yeah. This I is- didn't even think of that. Like, wh- oh, my God. I didn't even think yeah. of that. Could you imagine being in, like, Palm Springs or, or Las Vegas in the middle of summer and this yeah. happening? Yeah, and you're like, car runs out of gas or something, you don't have any air conditioning. Oh my God. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, so 
the the reason this happened is because a major highway junction uh in Brebes kids uh <laughs> it's the it's a city that's on the main indonesian island of java mm. uh was choked like the whole the whole junction was totally backed up because people were thousands of people were returning from eid holidays mm. so Eid is like the one of the biggest uh, holidays in in Muslim culture. Oh, uh, so it it's like a big deal, and everybody is celebrating it. And that's one of the big reasons there was uh, some of the the uh, the twenty fifteen uh, backup happened. I think in Beijing was because it was like during Golden Week, which mm-hmm. is a huge huge travel holiday for people in China. So oh yeah yeah. Tourists come and stuff. Tourists, yeah, it's just like very, it's just a very popular time to, to be traveling. And it, it, it's like estimated that like half of their population travels during this time. So it's just fucking wild. Oh my so, God. Yeah. So people have died in traffic jams like this. It's so fucking insane. Um, oh, but yeah, that's, those are some of the worst ones. Um, what's the worst traffic jam you've ever been in? Oh, I don't know. I, I don't think I've ever been in one where, like, I, I feel like I'm in traffic a lot, so it all kind of blends together. But yeah. I do know that one year we flew in from New York to, um, I think, to Long Beach. And we rented a car or something, and we picked up my brother, and we went to drive to Palm Desert, where my grandparents lived. Mm-hmm. And it took us, like maybe five or six hours yikes to go two hours worth of i mean not even two hours worth. and that's on top of like you taking a flight home yeah that happened that's happened to me before too it's brutal because you plan it around the holidays and you don't think like you're like oh yeah i'll get in on wednesday it'll be great because i'll have the the rest of that day and then like all day thursday to hang out or whatever and i wasn't even thinking about driving because i didn't think about driving when i lived in new york so I, i didn't think about like traffic and it was it was rough. It was yeah. really brutal. You're like, I'm. I need to get up and move. <laughs> yeah, that's happened to me before too. Flying in from DC, like five hour flight, four and a yeah. half hour flight, landing at LAX, and then dra- trying to drive in into Where? wherever. Yeah, and it took like four hours, like twice the amount of time that it normally does. And oh my then my parents decided to stop at like the Subaru dealership because they had to like get something. I was just like. I can't do this, man. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta move around, and so like I was doing lunges in the parking lot or whatever. <laughs> but um, the worst traffic jam I've ever been in, just in terms of it being like kind of an emergency situation, mm-hmm. was when uh, I mean it wasn't an emergency; it was just like needed to get going. Yeah. Uh, we were. It, this is last year. We were uh, flying out of LAX. LAX is a fucking mess right now. Mm-hmm. it's just been so bad it's i don't know if it's, it's always a mess but like yeah. they're trying to do all these renovations so it's particularly bad yeah um so we dropped off our rental car and we're on like the shuttle bus and like going into the departure area and it's just stopped everything just is stopped and we're sitting there and we're like shit we're gonna miss our flight we gotta get off we have to get off the bus we jumped off the bus we're running through traffic pulling our luggage meanwhile this is when I had my uh, my ileostomy. <gasps> oh, and I have my God. like, and we just had. Was that after we had dinner? Yes. Oh my God. That was after we had dinner with you guys and our friend Jesse and, yeah. and her husband, and so we were running 
through like this parking lot in the airport basically good thing uh, you looked super cute because you're wearing like overalls and stuff thank god i was wearing overalls because i had this <laughs> bag of fucking shit sloshing around on my stomach and i was like holding it trying to run and i'm like digesting at the same time so it's like filling up slowly as i'm running for our fucking gate oh my god oh Oh, it was a nightmare it was so uncomfortable and so awful like that was like the first time because when i when we when dj and i travel like djs i mean we're we're both really good travelers but dj's very good at timing Timing. yeah and just is like has his shit together and that was the first time i've ever seen him like fuck like we're fucked like we need to go and he never panics he's never he's always like super even keel but he was like and I was like, no, we can make it. Let's go. And we just like, we just hustled and it was oh my God. awful. Yeah. Never again. Oh God. I feel like you were texting us like play by plays yeah. on, the, on the shuttle. I forgot about that. Yeah. I, I had to like immediately dump my bag as soon as we got on the plane. I bet. <laughs> it was so gross. Is it weird not to use your asshole for a while? It sure is. But it was so clean back there, I bet. You can um, eat off of it. Yeah, probably. I mean, it was it was pretty pristine. There was no poop coming out of there. No, no. Yeah, there's nothing. Oh, wow. That's it's so very it's a very very strange thing. Yeah, I oh. don't recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, oh my god. Yeah. That's so crazy. don't fly in and out of LAX on the holidays. <laughs> no. Um. I love Long Beach Airport all the way. It's so nice. It's so nice. Oh my I, god. I I lost a wallet. I lost my wallet the night before. I I was working late. I wasn't drunk or anything. I was working really long hours for like a few weeks and I was just like brain dead. Yeah. And I left my wallet. I think I had been at a conference or something that day and I left my wallet in a cab. Oh, no. Here in LA. And the next morning I couldn't find it. I couldn't find my ID. I was supposed to get on a flight with Pete. I couldn't find it. So he had to go without me. I had to rebook mine. And I was like reading up online. Like if you forget your if you forget your ID or you don't have it or a passport or anything. Yeah. Uh, they were like, you get searched. You have to do this like interrogation, all this stuff. Uh, and you also need like a, a social security card. You need your birth certificate, like whatever you have. I, I got to Long Beach. I was like, um. Like, here's my stuff. They're like, okay, we just have to check your bag. They just, like, opened it, looked around, like, did a little, like, pH level test and was like, all right, thank you. Huh. I was like, fuck yeah, Long Beach Airport. You guys are chill. Like They're so chill. It's so chill. They have a dope wine bar there oh, with, like, outdoor, so nice. like, fucking fireplace and shit. Oh, my oh, God. I went up to the bartender and I was like, I, uh, okay, I don't have my ID because I lost it. I have my birth certificate. Da, da, da. And she's like, oh, I've seen you here before. Do you need what? Yeah. Yeah. She remembered me because I've traveled out of there and we had had a conversation and she's like, oh, you live here, right? And I was like, yeah. She's like, oh, yeah, I know you. And I was like, oh, oh. my God. I dude. was like, I need a bloody. She's like, I bet you do. And I have never one. heard anything about an airport like that. before. Yeah, that's insane. it's so good. It's like a little community airport, but it's not. It's like a nice real airport. And it's like cool because it's like kind of throwback too. <laughs> yeah. And it's all it's outside. really cool. Yeah. It's, really it's cool. amazing. Yeah. Flying at Long Beach. What a great airport. <sighs> so nice. So what are some of your uh, survival tips for if you get caught in a Carmageddon? 
I well, okay, we were talking about this because obviously I've already mentioned it, and going to the bathroom is like first thing on my mind. Number like, one, totally. I well, hopefully it's just number one. Yeah, hopefully. And not number two. <laughs> oh, I meant like number one priority. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I was making a joke. It's a good uh, one. <laughs> um, uh, so that's my first thing. And you said your grandma, <laughs> Aaron texted me <laughs> that her grandma carried around a toilet in her, like a portable toilet in her car. She just, I think she just like always had like a little like, like Folgers can or something <laughs> just in I, case. <laughs> I you thought it was know. like actually a little portable toilet, and then you're all it might have been. A I think can. I remember that. I think my mom told me, or like she told me that, or something, and I was just like, "Huh, that's amazing. Why not?" Uh, I would. Uh, I don't keep stuff in my car. I the only thing I have is like an insulated bag from Trader Joe's that I would have to use as a turlet. A turlet. <laughs> yeah. I, and um, it doesn't even have a working zipper. It's broken. But I think that would that would be the only thing in my car that that I that would like one stand up to the liquids and other things in it, and it has a handle, and I could probably like handle it over to the side and dump it out. So I think that would be my toilet. I think I would get like a big gulp cup, uh, mm. because I think that's the only thing that. I mean, actually, I've peed into smaller cups before. As long as yeah. there's like a big enough like opening. Right. You're good to go. Yeah. But it just needs to have capacity for your full bladder. So. Well, and that's the thing with women. We can't just pee on the side of the road easily. and Or and into a Coke bottle or something no, like dudes can. We don't have the aim. And no. if if you pop a squat, it, it, it gets everywhere. It yeah, just it's gets rough. everywhere. So that's what I would do for a toilet, I was thinking. Yeah, but, that's but smart. Then I was thinking, like, what, what would you do for food? I always keep beef jerky on me. Like at any given time? Yeah, I just always have it. <laughs> Is there some on you right now? I have. I also always keep trail mix on me. Really? Yeah. Like in your purse, not on your person. Not on my person, in my purse. Oh, okay. That's good. Yeah, always. Literally always. I usually always. have a RX bar or something. Just like yeah. first. I, yeah. I would keep like a Laura bar or like a... I, like I said, I always just have trail trail mix, like the individually wrapped ones from Trader yeah. Joe's. Oh. Always, oh. I'm like a I'm like a mom without any kids. Yeah. I'm I'm mom a mom for myself. Oh, that's that's good. I, yeah. You nur- you're a very you're a nurturer for yourself. Yeah, I self care, man. <laughs> uh, you'd be able to barter with it too. I feel like food would Probably. turn into currency. Yeah, any kind of food item could be currency if you're in the parking lot of a Carmageddon. Yeah. Uh. I was. I don't smoke, but you might just want to invest in having a pack of cigarettes on you at all times. Those just could be so currency, like currency. In prison. Yep, prison. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Um, always think, water, like your mom keeps water. on her. That's yeah. Smart. I think also uh, currency would become like if, if you know how people have those like portable charging devices. Oh, like I always you, keep one of those on me too. Yeah, that that could be used as currency because you could barter yeah. with it. Like yeah, you, you could, could give like, someone a few bars of charge for yeah. a water or something. Yeah. Um, um, that's, I, I'm telling you, I'm ready for anything. I think, uh, pass the time though. Uh, I'm, would take naps. Uh, mm. I always keep my Kindle with me too, or oh. like a, a New Yorker or something. Uh-huh. Uh, anything that's, uh, I don't know. I, I wouldn't want to, you know, kill the battery on my phone. So I wouldn't use that too much. Maybe keep a paper book on you at all times now. 
true true that's a good point like um, a paperback not a heavy one no that's why i keep i always have like a new yorker in my bag uh because mm-hmm. it's small and you could yeah. just roll it up you could also use that to like fight off people you roll <laughs> it up and s- smack them around uh yeah that's uh that's what i i guess i would do that to standard what, do we, what would you do I don't know. Well, yeah, naps are good. Maybe if I had a deck of cards. Yeah, or a like, deck of yeah, cards. A newspaper would be great because you could do like a crossword puzzle. Um, I feel like, uh, 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 I don't know, I'd like make friends and stuff around me totally. and like see what they were doing. Yeah. Um, and then maybe like we would prank other cars that were stranded or something or like dare dare people to go like talk to people i don't know uh yeah i don't know but yeah. just do something fun to be stupid and pass the time yeah pool your resources once you like forge some new relationships yeah, yeah. super I'd, smart actually i'm like super type a and have you ever done that 16 personality type thing i i live for personality tests what is yours do you know like I'm are e- you i'm an enfj <gasps> i'm an entj oh my god entjs are kind of rare i think yeah, I'm a commander, so I think I would go uh, – that I'm, like, the commander or whatever, which totally makes sense. I'm very type A, and I like to be in control. Uh, but I would go, like – I'd probably, like, work with the cars around me to, like, establish where the toilet area was. Like, we <laughs> – like, like all of a sudden – You're, I'd like, a the, community organizer. Yeah, yeah, I'd be, like, the mayor of our little car town. Like, <laughs> people would be coming to me with their problems. I'd be, oh like, a mob God. boss, kind of. I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd, like, start up a whole, like – a currency system and no i wouldn't no. do any of that I'd i mean it. you already kind of are so <laughs> you're laying you're laying some good groundwork here true yeah yeah i'm done i'm done too that was great uh sorry if you're sitting in traffic listening to this <laughs> but it could be worse <laughs> oh god let's hope it's not uh, uh, thanks for listening guys uh follow us on social at dtfu podcast everywhere Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all the places. Uh, you can go to our website, dtfupodcast.com, for more info. Um, and, uh, yeah, shoot us a note at dtfupodcast at gmail.com if you have a story or anything like that. And, uh, yeah. Share with a friend. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. But don't even just tell them. Share it with them. Share it with them. Send, uh, shoot us a review on uh, iTunes if you feel mm. so inclined. There's some yeah. been some really good ones lately. Really fun. Yeah. And we just love it. And we love we you love, guys. We love you guys so much. Really appreciate yeah. all of your love. And yeah. Uh, that's all I got. Same. All right. Be excellent to each other. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.